Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It is the final hour. Thursday, Dan Patrick Show. If you haven't gone to the website, do so now. Tailgate Moonshine is available. We have a new flavor, salted caramel. And uh, we got some special deals. Go to DanPatrick.com. Poll question for the final hour is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Dan, let me update you here. All right. Uh, from the first couple hours. I also threw up, uh, well, not literally threw up, but I also put up another poll question <laughs> about if someone calls you healthy, are they calling you fat? Ooh. Um, I, I think I would have to hear how it sounded. It's got to be a little more context, right? So I, the options were yes, no, and maybe. <laughs> it's basically split Three ways. Oh, okay. So they might be calling you, but they're not, or, or maybe they are calling you fat. And it depends on the personality who's calling you healthy. Hey, you look healthy. I mean, that sounds like you haven't missed a meal. This is a funny one. Uh, we had, if you were 5'11 and a half, you would tell people that you were 5'11 or 6 foot. You want to give a guess on this one? <laughs> 95% say I would say 6 foot. Uh, you're a little high. It's 87% would yeah. say 6 foot. <laughs> yes. Hell Yeah. <laughs> We fudge on the numbers all the time, don't we, Marvin? Always. Yes, Todd. Would you rather be healthy or robust? Are they along the same lines? Healthy. Robust doesn't sound like that. that that's, a comp, that's not a compliment. Sounds like a little big. Yeah. Yes, Paul. Seton brought up the word stout. If you're called stout, it could be both. I looked at the definition. Brave, bold, but physically sturdy, vigorous, staunch. Well, if I said the defense was stout. That's a compliment. Yeah. If I say... Man, you look stout. I, I think that could be a partial compliment. It, but it could also mean bulky in body as in fat, broad in proportion to length, large in diameter, which is the negative. Yeah, but I don't. if I'm giving somebody a compliment, I don't want it to sound like it's a partial compliment. <laughs> and if I'm taking a compliment, I don't want to think that it's a partial compliment. So I, I'd if like I to put know. on 20 pounds, but I was also like lifting a little weights, but I was also putting on a belly. What type of compliment would you give someone? You're bulking up. That is that you say, hey man, dude, you're bulking up. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, because if it's only the belly, then you look healthy. But if everything else, maybe working on your arms, your shoulders, mm. all right, you're bulking up. Okay. But the other way, you're just healthy. All right. Yes, Todd. And stout is just a unique, <laughs> odd word to use. So it doesn't sound like it could be positive. It sounds like you might want to go the next size. Because I don't even like drinking stout, let alone being called stout. But if my defense is it's a stout defense, how did we get here? If your defense is a sieve, that's not a count. No. 877-3DP-SHOW. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. Stat of the day brought to you by Padini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. It's measurable day, or is it measurables day at the Combine? Plural. 
We're going to check your measurables. We're going to see how tall you are, how much you weigh, hand size will be coming up too. Yes, Eaton. Maybe if it was French, it'd be Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Like the play. Yeah. So we did a play about yeah, the combine. Les, Les, Les Miserables. Measurables. <laughs> <laughs> I think you emphasize balls too much. Measurables. Uh, balls. Yes, Marsh. <laughs> Can I sit this one out, the measurables? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to go to the combine this year. No need to uh, measure our hand size this year. We've already done that. That might be one of my favorite moments from last year. Because, you know, we, we kept thinking, uh, you know, Kenny Pickett had his hand size, and we're like, God, those are small hands for a quarterback. And then uh, Picture Day Ray goes, well, I can measure everybody's hands, and I don't tell anybody who's got the smallest, who's got the largest hands. And I thought, well, I'm going to have the largest hands, and Seton will have the smallest hands. And so I didn't think there was any drama in it. And then all of a sudden, we realized, and the we had, I think, drum roll, the smallest hands, Marvin. And Seton was like, that, that's, you might not have been that happy when your son was born oh, no. or when you got married. Yeah, no, not even close. The <laughs> only thing maybe, maybe that'll top it is if we win an Emmy. Oh. That might. But other than that, it's easily the best win of my And if we win, it might be because of that, because we put that segment, that moment, <laughs> on, our, on our Emmy reel. Our sports <laughs> Emmy reel, we put that. I don't know how it's going to go over with other people when they're looking and judging and they're going to go, okay. But but our reaction is what made it because it was in the moment, it was real, and we didn't know what the answer was. Uh, let's see. Todd, what are you doing? I was wondering if you guys would want to go to the combine if it was the adult entertainment combine for the measurables. That's just what popped in my mind. Shouldn't you shouldn't you email that to Paulie first? I guess, yeah. Yeah. Is that questionable? Yeah. I'd probably go to the San Fernando Valley before I'd go to Indianapolis. For those for that combine, that's just my opinion. You know what? The adult entertainment combine. I know, but sometimes we should plan these things because then we would know. Hey, we would first tell you don't do it, and then <laughs> if we did it, then we'd go. All right, maybe we could surround it so it didn't sound like you know you're uh, you know Tom Hanks in uh, Castaway. But it's fun to react on the fly than to know in advance. Sometimes I don't like you reacting on the fly. You know, with those things. You need to plan them out. I guess. Yeah, plan them out a little bit. That's all teamwork. That's what this is. We were just talking about a great teamwork moment where we had the hand size, the hand measurement. And then I had to push it. And then you went Han Solo on me. Which pushed is it a little bit. Pretty Hands solo. <laughs> pretty much sums up your home life. See what hands, you're doing there. Hand solo. Hand solo. Okay. Chase the cat. <laughs> See, you're, putting it, you're putting it back together, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Slow. Slowly, we uh, piece it back together. The Arnold Palmer Invitational, where the golf course is firm and the greens are fast, just like me. They test the PGA Tour's finest, best golf in the world, played here. That'll be coming up this weekend, NBC, Golf Channel, and Peacock. And uh, Peacock, of course, our streaming partner. Download the app, and you can watch for free. Uh, let me see. Anything else that we need to mention here? Talked about Jalen Carter. The report is... He left Indianapolis. This is the uh, great defensive lineman for Georgia. And uh, he was served, uh, arrest warrants, booked, released, and these are misdemeanor charges. And the report is he's going back to the combine. The Suns were a winner with Kevin Durant in his debut. And uh, the spring training numbers are up, scoring, and uh, also batting average. John Smoltz will join us a little bit. Yes, Paul? Yeah, Adam Schefter, among others, reported that Jalen Carter is on his way back to the combine to continue meeting with teams and do the measurables okay. that are needed. Right. No, but he did miss the media time yesterday, and there is no more media time scheduled for him or any other players. All right. I am obligated to uh, tell you about Aaron Rodgers. He did appear on a podcast, the Aubrey Marcus podcast, talking about uh, his uh, two and a half days in the dark. And now that he has seen the light, he uh, says he will make his decision soon. There's a finality to the decision, and I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I get asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune it out. Mm. It's fine. But this is my life. It's important to me. And I'll make a decision soon enough, and then we'll go down that road and be really excited about it. 
<laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, hello. You got a pulse there? Let's go, team. Yeah. And I'll be uh, really excited about it. Yeah, Marvin. That had a real NPR feel to it right there. Ooh, oh, okay. <laughs> like, a, like a Terry Gross interview. Yeah. Uh, when you're in the, uh, in the hole, and yeah, there's right. no light. But are you seeing light even though there's no light? There's certain certain shows like um, C, uh, CBS Sunday Morning. <laughs> yes, you know they have a certain way of talking about a story that you didn't think was a story. And they'll, they'll, like only on CBS Sunday Morning. There's certain cadence of how you deliver something in accordance to the show that you're on. Yes, Mark. You have to talk a certain way when you uh, watch the Joy of Painting with Bob Ross. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? Yeah, you can't be We're like, yes, yes, yeah. I love that. That that tree is awesome. Yeah. No, these that, are happy that, trees. That, that tree is very, very happy right now. Yes, Paul. I remember in college, Bob Ross's show, but it should have been sponsored by marijuana because Ooh. all my friends sat around <laughs> watching Bob Ross in a cloud of smoke. You know that there's just a channel now? It's just 24 hours a day, Bob Ross. Yep. I've gotten lost in it uh, here and there. But then I think Owen Wilson is playing the role of Bob Ross in a movie coming up. I think Happy Little Tree is the movie? No, I think he's I think he is I think you're right. playing the role of Bob Ross in a movie. A little Van Dyke Brown. <laughs> yes, Mark. Did you see the Bob Ross documentary? I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. But there was a lot of stuff attached oh, to it him, is, right? Oof, it is dramatic. The CIA years. No, there was some serious stuff attached yeah. to For real, yes. Yeah, he's got a yes. crazy story. Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. I think he got kind of ripped off, too, didn't he? Uh, a little. Yeah. Who ripped him off? You got to watch it. Oh. I don't even know their names. That's why I said you got to watch it. I no, think his agent names. stole his easel or something once. <laughs> no. It was very expensive. See, once price. again, once again. People steal from the Billy sometimes, Joel. People get stolen. They sometimes their money. you can just watch or sometimes listen. There's nothing wrong with that. Where the heck's my paintbrush? Like an agent. <laughs> yes, the documentary was called is Netflix, Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. Mm. Okay. I also uh, saw this story, and you, you probably didn't even notice this. And the reason why I probably noticed it a little bit more is because during Super Bowl week, we had Wright Thompson on, works for the mothership, as good a writer as there is in America, in my opinion. And he did this deep dive story on Joe Montana. And what he really brought to light is Joe Montana lost – sort of his identity. He was Joe Montana. That meant he was the best quarterback in the NFL. And Wright Thompson spoke to friends and family and Joe himself. And when Montana surpassed him and is now the greatest quarterback of all time, or Brady, then Joe lost a little bit of something about him, according to Wright Thompson. I just saw where Joe Montana is selling his memorabilia. And Wright Thompson in his column, said if you go into Joe Montana's house, you would never know what he did for a living. And it just made me think, did Joe not want these memories around anymore? So he had a Super Bowl jersey that he wore twice in two different Super Bowls. His wife, Jennifer, kept you know the jersey. He won a Super Bowl. And then a couple of years later, back in the Super Bowl, and she said, as he's going to the game, why don't you wear this? Because there was no patch. There was no designation that said this was a certain year, season, or anything like that. And Joe wore it in two Super Bowls. And he, of course, went 4-0 in Super Bowls. So now I've got something that was worn by Joe in two Super Bowls. And it went to auction, and I think it went for uh, you know, $1.2 million. Yeah, Paulie? Yeah, $1.2 million, which uh, the highest record for a jersey, a football player jersey ever, was $480,000 for a Brady jersey. So this... Almost tripled that. So he's he got one up on Brady here yes. when it comes to jerseys here. But he sold an entire lot of stuff for over three million dollars worth of three point seven million dollars worth of items. Yeah, it was sad. It sounded sad. I don't think he needs the money. I know Joe had uh, a place in Napa. He since sold that huge place. Uh, he does Skechers. He does Guinness. Uh, he does. I think he does a, a few the endorsements here, but I don't know if, I don't know what he, I'd love to have him on. What, what would you think? What would you see when you saw these pieces of memorabilia? 
But it made me sad, though, because having been around for those Super Bowls and to you know witness what we thought was the best quarterback of all time, and then Brady blew everybody away. And now Patrick Mahomes is right there. Now, now the discussion is uh, Montana, Mahomes. And I'm like, slow down a little bit. It might be Mahomes is the second greatest of all time. But all I know is when Montana did it, Montana was the best quarterback in football. How he compares with Tom Brady, well, that's open to your interpretation of, you know, comparing generational talents. Like John Elway's numbers, if you look at him, you're like, hey, he didn't even throw 30 touchdown passes. No. But game on the line, John Elway's on the short list. And to me, I used to rec- I even said that to Joe Montana. I thought Elway was the best quarterback I'd, I'd ever seen. He had size, athleticism, unbelievable arm, uh, the ability to have a big moment, like single-handedly have a big moment. Never had great offensive players. And if you look it up, he never had a skilled position player who was all pro. He did have an offensive tackle. I think Gary Zimmerman is maybe the only player that he played with who was an all pro. Let that sink in. No running backs. He did have the three amigos. They weren't all pro. Uh, he did have Shannon Sharp, but I don't think Shannon was all pro at the time with them. But, you know, this is early Shannon Sharp. And they'd go to these Super Bowls and get blown out, and Elway would be the guy who got blamed. Meanwhile, they just didn't have a good enough team to beat these NFC teams. But, you know, Joe, Joe lost part of his identity, it feels like. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, among the items, it was a month-long auction. The ball from his final, final touchdown as a 49er went for 43000 His Kansas City Chiefs uniform from his final NFL game autographed uh, 92000 These are all verified by Joe and outside authenticators. Mm. His high school jersey, one of one, the only one left that Joe kept, his high school jersey, 36000 His Pro Football Hall of Fame jacket, the one that he keeps, sold for 36000 And his bust that he keeps, not the one, the bust that's there, you get a kind of a smaller version of it for yourself. Wait, but, but the gold jacket's the gold jacket. What happens when he goes to the Hall of Fame? According to the report, his Pro Football Hall of Fame jacket, now that may be a, a secondary jacket or, or something, I don't know if it's the gold one, uh, he also has the playbook from the Super Bowl that he kept, and he signed it with uh, one of the Super Bowl wins for one for ten thousand dollars. Ninety other items. I wish I would have known about this. I would have bid on some of this stuff. Yeah, Todd. I just hope it's not bitterness and sour grapes. Well, if I'm not considered the best anymore, I don't need any of this stuff anymore. You guys, I'm just going to sell it away. Is that what you think it is, Todd? I don't think it is. But we were talking about how these things are a reminder that you're not maybe who you thought you were or everyone thought you were. So that goes along the lines of, well, I used to be considered Joe Montana. I was the greatest ever. If I'm not anymore, I don't need to have this stuff around the house. I'll just sell it and make some money. I don't, I don't, I don't think it goes to that end. That's a huge decision. That's like your yeah, life. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if you go, you know, I never want to be reminded of this. I'm selling this stuff. Uh, it might just be that he, he's not – if you're around Joe – Joe doesn't talk about his career at all. You know, probably because he didn't have to, everybody else did. But, you know, Joe is very low-key, chill, simple. You know, there, there's nothing that says you got to notice me. He walks into the room. You may not know that he's there. Dan Marino walks in the room. You know Dan Marino's in the room. But Joe didn't care. Yeah, Paul. I got a Pete Maravich rookie card. Yeah. And LSU Vanderbilt, uh, a, a lot of Pete uh, Maravich stuff that's going, and they're pretty good deals. I tried to buy, he had a purple Porsche, and I tried to buy it. It was Pete Maravich's. And uh, somebody bought, and it was like a 944 Porsche, which I didn't like, but it was still Pete Maravich's purple, LSU purple Porsche. And uh, I, somebody ended up uh, bidding a lot more than I did. All right, let me take a break. John Smoltz going to join us. We'll talk about the new rules, more phone calls, and I hope you're taking advantage of the offer for uh, the tailgate moonshine. Go to danpatrick.com. It is available now when it sells out. That's all we have. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. GetRefunds.com does too. That's why they've made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the employee retention credit, or otherwise known as ERC. Go to GetRefunds.com. Get started, and it'll take you about eight minutes. All right? See if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. 
your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee. And uh, if you kept them on payroll during COVID, GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC, and they might be able to help you as well. No upfront charge. They don't get paid until your business gets a, a refund here. Many businesses believe they won't qualify, but you will. Don't let the opportunity pass you by. This payroll tax refund program only available for a limited time. To get started, go to GetRefunds.com. You'll see Qualify Me. Click on that. That's GetRefunds.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense when there's gaps in health coverage. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. Well... That didn't take long. Moonshine sold out in seven minutes. We're working on inventory here, and I feel bad because, you know, we want you to get an opportunity to get the uh, tailgate moonshine, and uh, it went in uh, about seven minutes. So I yelled at Seton. I'm like, Seton, you're to blame. It went in seven minutes. Yep. Yeah. And he ordered 20% of them. (laughs) We're, we're, we're working on more moonshine there. We'll let you know. But uh, for those who tried, I'm sorry, uh, but we knew we were going to sell quite a few bottles here. Yes, Seton. There's going to be another 500 or so ready in about two weeks. Okay. Um, so 
Yeah. Yeah, so it, if you're running through about 1,000 bottles here in seven minutes, um, and, and look, we're, we're new to this. We're just trying it out and got a, you know somebody helping us distribute it. And uh, you know, so try to work it out so we can uh, get more moonshine available for you uh, because everybody needs more moonshine. 877-3DP-SHOW. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. He's John Smoltz. He's a Hall of Famer, and uh, he works uh, MLB on Fox the uh, World Series analyst as well. The new rules are out, John, and I want to know, John Smoltz, the pitcher, in his prime with the new rules, how would you take advantage of the pitch clock or the batter clock? Well, that would have been right up my alley because, uh, you know, the biggest thing I loved about starting pitching, I get to go when I want to go, and I was a fast worker. That was really something that was always taught to our staff, Glavin, Maddox, myself, whoever's in the staff, you know, that was Leo's biggest preach is let's go get the ball. And we were trained for that. And so, you know, information and everything that's kind of slowed the game down, is now trained to process more information. So I absolutely love this rule. I love every rule that's come into play for the obvious reasons that people are going to complain and they're going to, you know, baseball has been slow to change for, uh, of the major sports and that's okay but it's time and the players will learn it they'll be fine it's actually going to be worse for the hitters than it is for the pitchers i know it's called a pitcher's clock but it might as well be called a hitter's clock but so far runs are up batting average is up but you're saying it's going to be tougher for hitters i think it's going to be tougher for hitters to true process the information faster pitchers are going to have their game plan already established and they're just going to kind of, you know, they're full tilt and nobody's really massaging the strike zone. They're trying to pound the strike zone. So hitters are trying to get all that information. That's why they step out. They're trying to see what they have absorbed during the day. In my opinion, there have been some notorious slow pitchers, but that is a minority. And I think that the game in and of itself with all these rules, I'm excited about every one of them. I'm telling you, there's going to be unintended consequences that are going to affect the game in a positive way. Everybody will get over it. And I know the narrative. Look, I get it. Like people are talking about, oh, I can't believe you're making it, you know, easier for the game to be played. No, that's not it. The data showing the game takes too long. And when the game takes too long and philosophies are set in place, you can't go to an individual club and say, I need you to change your philosophy. They're not going to do that. So a rule change will cause the philosophy change because you're, you would be stupid not to. If there's no shift, and you're teaching a guy to hit the ball hard, then you'd be you'd be not along the, the lines of uh, your analytics to take advantage of that. Who was notorious kind of playing mind games with you when they were in the batter's box? Oh, there would be some guys that, you know, again, though, leadoff hitters were different, right? Leadoff hitters' job was to make us miserable because – if they could work the count, work a walk, then they would work the bases. They would steal. They'd make the hitter behind them so much better because we had to pay attention to them. So leadoff hitters would would play games. They would step out, fake bunt, work the count. My battles will go all the way back to Brett Butler, and we were friends, and I told him he'd never be able to bunt on me. And he was one of the best bunters in the game. And that's how he, he worked the, the – the, that's how the game was played back then. So – those systems and those are not fair to compare to today because that's not the same. And, you know, stepping out of the box then or taking way too long, there were ways to even those uh, <laughs> systems out. <laughs> uh, they don't, they don't, those don't exist. Of course. No, you don't throw at hitters anymore. Aaron Judge no. was interviewed during the game yesterday, and he said that you have to get back in and, you know, it's quicker, so I have less time to think about the last pitch. Like, he liked right. it that, all right, let that go, now get in and get ready for that next pitch. Can you understand that logic? Absolutely, and that's where the strategy is going to come in. If you've heard me broadcast a lot, you've, talked, you've heard me talk about where the last pitch was and how pitchers don't take advantage of where the last pitch was and what the hitter did in his reaction. In other words, if I threw a high fastball and he swung at it, okay, if you take too long, and you, that hitter forgets where that pitch is, and you bounce one in the in the dirt, you're not taking advantage of where that last pitch is. So what he's talking about can work in an advantage for a hitter and maybe uh, a disadvantage for a pitcher. So that's going to be balanced out. I always pitched where the last pitch was, 
and I pitched off of it. And I didn't want too much time to go back because I didn't want the hitter to reset. I wanted him to think about what he swung at and then make him try to chase it a little bit farther off. I didn't want time to go by so he could reset his brain. I didn't know that they have these pitching machines. We were out at the Super Bowl. We went to the Giants uh, camp, and they can simulate uh, Clayton Kershaw's curveball. Yeah. Isn't that wild that that they could say, like, we're facing DeGrom or, you know, that you can kind of plug that into these machines? Yeah, those were starting to be birthed when I was at the end of my career, and I was always, uh, you know, you know me. I was always uh, jabbing my teammates, going, "Man, I'd love to face me." But then, then again, no, I don't want to face me. <laughs> and 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 they were like, "Shut up, Smoltz." And I said, "Listen, you know that's that technology exists now. And yes, you can see and shape pitches and get used to shaping pitches. The one thing that's still difficult is the hand that you know it's coming out of that hole in the screen. So." Yeah. You can, you can start looking at those pitches, but the timing, and that's what I've always said about pitching. Why do, why do guys not use the windup more? Why are we – like you're letting the hitter see too much of a kind of a conformed mini-stretch delivery. So those things can be mimicked and timed, and I, I, I'm all for uh, whatever is, is, is going to help everybody, but I still think the pitcher has the advantage when he uses the windup. Would you have rather faced Glavin or Mannix? Oh, man, either one. I said, listen, <laughs> I said to Glavin, I said, you better hope you never go somewhere else because I'm not dumb like the rest of those hitters. I'm going to sit on your changeup. And so we faced each other, and it was right after the All-Star break. And I kid you not, I had pulled my hamstring, and they said to me, like, you need to take a, a start off. I said, no, it's lined up with Glavin. I am not taking a start off. I'm facing him. It's bases loaded one out. And it's and, and I'm sitting on a changeup, and I this is what I learned. Even if I sat on the changeup, I couldn't hit it. And so I pulled it to shortstop. It was like a tractor pull running to first. <laughs> I had a pulled hamstring. I was trying to beat it out, and I couldn't. I obviously faced them both uh, at the latter part of their career, but their their magic. They were so good at knowing what you were looking for and giving it to you, but not in that area. And hitters just weren't. They didn't go the other way. And when you don't go the other way against them, you lose. I would love if I was a hitter to face either one from the standpoint of I knew it was going to be around the strike zone. Yes. It's it's the guy that you're not quite sure. Like Randy Johnson, no way. Not right. not interested. Not interested at, at, <laughs> at all. <laughs> Where Did you ever go up there with fear in your in Oh, yes. Your, yeah, I tell you what. I mean, Pedro Martinez struck fear in me just because he was so nasty. You were going to embarrass yourself, and I did. Right? <laughs> I did get lucky and get one hit off of him up the middle. But you know what's weird is Randy and I are in the same era. Obviously, we went in the Hall of Fame together, and we never faced each other. And so, if it were possible, and I and I mean this like without getting severely fined, if there if there was a way to go up there without a bat against one of those guys you feared that you didn't know if they'd throw a strike, but you also didn't know if you'd get it in the ribs, I'd go up there without a bat. It would mess with their mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, are you allowed to go to the plate with no I, bat? I, I don't think so. But, you know, I, honestly, I tried to tell everybody when Rick Ankiel was going through what he was going yeah. through, and he, we faced him in the playoffs against the Cardinals, and I begged every hitter, don't swing. You know, go up there with a bat. But don't swing, and no one could do it. And then eventually he worked his way into trouble. But there are certain guys that if they saw you without a bat, it would flip, it would freak them out. And I don't think they could throw a strike. Always great to talk to you, John. Thank you, buddy. My pleasure. You got That's it. That's John Smoltz. He's a Hall of Famer and, of course, works for Fox, Major League Baseball and Fox. <laughs> Go up there without a bat. They're like, uh, no, I don't need one. I'm good. I don't need one. Jason in Colorado. Hi, Jace. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan, first time, long time, uh, eaten six foot tall and a healthy 220. Hey. Uh, so I've just been having thoughts. The other day you guys were talking about how the commanders were going to not let Jeff Bezos bid on them. Yeah. And my thoughts are, what is stopping Jeff Bezos from starting like a live tour type thing against the NFL if they don't allow him to bid on this team? His worth is about the exact same as the NFL by itself. He doesn't need to do it by itself. I'm sure there's plenty of people that could get in. 
but yeah, just kind of wondering your thoughts on that. Yeah, what would actually stop but, you from but nobody doing it? nobody wants to be the opposition to the NFL. If Jeff Bezos wanted to buy the XFL or USFL, then then you could be in conjunction with. He wants to own a team. And if he doesn't get a chance for Washington, then uh, I, I think the Seattle Seahawks would probably fall in line with Jeff Bezos. We know he's got the money, and I don't know if it's a lifelong dream to own a certain franchise, but the fact that Daniel Snyder would rather take less money than sell it to Jeff Bezos, I find that very interesting. Yeah, Paul? So Daniel Snyder can pick who he sells it to, and then the NFL has to approve it. That's the process. Someone posted on Twitter the other day, Jeff Bezos should have one of his billionaire buddies buy the team and then flip mm. it back to him a year later for an extra bill, and then he doesn't have to go through But he still has to be approved. Everything the has to be approved, right. and that's the thing. Alberto in California. Hi, Alberto. Dan, good morning. Uh, 5A208, Bulky208. Okay. Two questions. What does the thing mean after someone gives their stats? Well, that started with Rob Dibble, the nasty boy. He was a co-host that I worked with for a long time. And he would always tell me that he was trying to put on muscle. And he would always tell me how much he weighed just about every day. And then I did the height and weight bell just so he would realize how many times he was telling me. And then the listeners started calling in and saying what their height and weight was. Dibble still told me what his height and weight were. I don't know if he realized that the height and weight bell was to remind him not to give me your height and weight every day. And then the listeners, of course, being as sharp as they are, they started doing that. But that's why we have a height and weight bell. Uh, Drew in New Mexico. Hi, Drew. Hey. 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 Uh, I got the privilege of tuning in yesterday and hearing Dan Patrick channeling Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey referring to a George Clinton song. <laughs> like, <Okay>. what? <laughs> like when you were, chase the cow. <laughs> like, hey, Dad, you remember that? Yeah. You remember that George Clinton song about chasing the cow? I don't know how to do. Thank you, Drew. Hey, uh, Sounds like it's Will why Ferrell. Is everyone piling, why is everyone piling on Derek Carr like they are? The guy has an opportunity to pick his next destination. Wait, wait, wait. Who's picking on Derek Carr? Okay. The majority of radio shows that I've... Well, then call to, them, Drew. I'm not picking on Derek Carr. Derek Carr is going to get an opportunity here. Like, he could go to the Saints. He could go to Carolina. The Jets, he had a great visit. I mean, if nobody wanted him, then I could see where people are picking on him. Imagine... We're, we're going to be accused of picking on Derek Carr. He's going to make $35 million a year, and he gets to be a quarterback in the NFL. Sign me up. Good to go. And he's a good quarterback. Yeah, see? But. <laughs> <laughs> there is kind of like a... Uh, like we had the whole conversation about how much leverage does he really have, right? He's selling himself on a like a promotional tour right yes. now where he's basically going, trying to be recruited rather than, you know, say Aaron Rodgers went into a darkness retreat because he's just like, I'm good. Everybody wants me. Well, that's true. Everybody does. But still, Derek Carr do, does have options. Let's say Lamar Jackson resigned in Baltimore. Let's say Aaron Rodgers went to Vegas. Now Derek Carr is going to be held in a you know in higher esteem by probably the Jets, probably Carolina, and probably the Saints. But I I don't feel sorry for him. I I'm going to guess he's going to be a starting quarterback for a few years and probably going to make another hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah, Paul. You almost feel more sorry for guys like Matt Ryan. How is his career going to end? Is he oh, gonna, yeah, it's over. Is it over? Over? Is he going to? Latch onto a team. Does anybody feel sorry for Baker Mayfield Jr. the third? Probably not. Jimmy Garoppolo seems to be kind of. I don't know if people feel sorry for Jimmy Garoppolo. They all got kicked to the curb. That's the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo is a little bit of an outlier there, though. Like Baker Mayfield never did anything. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo at least like can get you to the playoffs. He can get you to the Super Bowl. He had a track record of, so let me get this straight. This next kid who hasn't played in two years, he's that can actually do better than me. Got it. No problem. Good luck. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo actually has a, a little bit of success. Well, Baker Mayfield won a Heisman. That doesn't mean anything. 
Well, he does have status. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo had nothing. Well, right, but but right now though, that like, Heisman, it, like the like no NF, no team in the NFL right now is like, but he did no. But the fan base is aware of Baker Mayfield. Like he still is a name, a personality. Would I take him over Jimmy Garoppolo? I wouldn't. But like Matt Ryan, to me is he's adrift. He's he's yeah. in no man's land now. Yeah. Like you want to feel sorry for a guy who guaranteed Hall of Famer if he beats Tom Brady in that Super Bowl, right? Couple plays away, he's a Hall of Famer. Now, he might still be, but that's it. Gone. Yes, Tom? I don't feel sorry for Carr bank account-wise, but I understand the point that where you could look at it, there's some teams that are desperate for a quarterback. Who's best of the leftovers now as we get closer to the draft? And somehow, he's fallen into the abyss of that a little bit. That's a little difficult. He's, think, a high, he's a high-end consolation prize, is what he is. If you don't get the quarterback, if you don't get Rodgers, well, there's always Derek Carr. I get that. But, you know, as far as being a consolation prize, that's that's not bad. Not bad. Yes, he. Uh, Dustin just sent in Derek Carr as foreigner. If we're going bands-wise, oh. he's kind of foreigner. Well, I am a big proponent of foreigner being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. And Derek Carr. And Derek and Carr. Derek, if he goes to the Jets. Hall of Famer. According to the Jets, he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> foreigner should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Dustin gets it. He jumped yeah, right on the does. joke. What, Marv? No, no, no. You got it. Okay. You win. All right. No, I, I don't gonna, win. No, I was going to talk bad about Derek Carr. Why? Hall of Famer? Well, no, he's not going to be a Hall of Famer. Okay. No, he's not. <sighs> I want to know what love is as a jam, though. Foreigner. They do, do they do uh, Cold as Ice? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, Foreigner. Think, Good is, for you guys. Is, Look at you. Is Marv playing us right now? I think Marv is playing us. <laughs> We're saying Cold as Ice is a, is a Hall of Fame song? I'm saying Foreigner is a Hall of Fame you know, rock and roll band. Absolutely. We're saying Hot Blooded? Check it and see. Yeah. I got a fever of 103. Come on, baby. <laughs> That's hot. Thank you. You're as cold as ice. Let's take a break. Take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learned. <laughs> what's in store tomorrow. Once again, the tailgate moonshine is gone. See ya. See ya. See ya. Uh, as Michael K., the Yankees announcer, would say, see ya. Uh, but we'll let you know when we'll uh, get some more. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. 
But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball, and I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paula used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite, so I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay, but just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer? Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, all of that coming up. More phone calls. I don't know all the numbers on Foreigner being a uh, rock and roll <laughs> Hall of Fame band. Just saying. If you're, if you're tuning in going, what? This is one of my favorite shows we've ever done. Oh, we're crushing. I, I love today. Uh, Foreigner, Sticks, never been considered for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Never even considered. I know. <laughs> that, see, that hurts. What about Boston? The band Boston. I don't think they had a long enough run there. Uh, but uh, Jan Wenner, founder of uh, Rolling Stone, talked about that. Iron Maiden, Motley Crue. These are all the bands that he thinks should be in the Rock and Roll Hall. I think Boston's in. Are they? Checking. Bad Company has one of the great rock and roll singers of all time, Paul Rogers. Very, very, he was great, great, great. Uh, the Replacements, Slayer. King Crimson. Yeah. All right. I'm just trying to... Uh, you know, pump up uh, foreigner here. Yes, Paul. How much should they factor in? Wait. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> Todd, you have to love this. You know I love this. Although they shouldn't get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because Whoa. of this song. <laughs> okay. Give me so much love. No, 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 no. It, it's not always an encouragement sing. for you to sing. I know. I get that vibe that I should sing something. Yeah. yeah. This list that they have isn't crazy of like, there's no nobody really in there that jumps out that's like, whoa, hold on a second. You know, Faith No More is not in. This is crazy. Yeah. But there are some, some pretty, I mean, Ozzy Osbourne, he could be in there as a solo artist. Yes. I'd have no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. But but foreigner sticks. Are you sure Boston's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I'm, I'm checking. I, I thought they think went in. So. I don't think they are. Yeah, you might be but right. But they only had two. They had a monster album, and then they had the next album that was pretty good. I don't know if they had much after that. Then lead singer died. Yes, Mark. What was up with all the uh, bands being named after cities or states? America, Kansas, really? Asia, Chicago, Alabama, Newark, N- Newark. <laughs> I don't think there was a band called Newer. Should have been. Okay. Should have been, though. Yeah. Okay. All righty. <laughs> Damn, this is one of those shows where I think there were quite a few times where I went, all right. Would you be more proud of getting Foreigner in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or... Us winning a sports Emmy. I was going to go with the NFL. Lately, you've been on a roll getting some fellas. Yeah. Well, look, I reached out to the Hall of Fame and said... It's a crime that John Facenda, the voice of the NFL, all the other sports celebrate their voices. As a contributor to the game, 
John Facenda is on the short list, I think, of great contributors in the history of the sport. Because the NFL films, what they did, and his voice, that was the voice of the NFL. I'd have, I had no problem, you know, writing a letter to the, to the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. And uh, I would do the same for Foreigner. Yes, he Sorry, Mike in Orlando, Matt Ryan is sticks. <laughs> this day in sports history, Paulie, what do you have for me? Sticks had an uh, album, 28-3. It was an old, old. All right, uh, this day in sports well, that history. Was, that was Rush, who had 21-12. 21-12. Great album. Yeah. Kick the ass. Right. Uh, 1904, the official playing rules of professional baseball clubs were adopted. These are the main rules of MLB. 1904, they've been changed a lot. 1927, Babe Ruth signed the three-year contract with the Yankees worth blank a year. Highest paid athlete in our country. 100,000. Oh, no, 80,000. 70 grand a year. Ah. Good. I'm going to give that Okay, to bloop, bloop. 1962, <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain scored blank points in a game versus the Knicks. A uh, hundy. A hundy, 169-147. Imagine they lost that one. Yeah. Um... 2004, the Colts signed Peyton Manning to a seven-year blank million-dollar deal. $94 million. I'm giving it to you, $98 million. Boop! What we learned brought to you by Panini. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats. The only place to collect them all, Panini trading cards. You got instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now, PaniniAmerica.net. Thanks. We appreciate it. All your support. We're going to talk to you tomorrow. Meet Friday. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The human soul requires a minimum daily requirement of entertainment. But listening to a podcast, like what you're doing now, yeah, that doesn't count. Welcome to the world of MGM Rewards, where they have the greatest live shows on earth, the biggest names in sports, the best chefs on the planet, and the most unforgettable nights of your life. This is way beyond watching a 20-second clip on your phone. This is all the entertainment you could handle, and then some. So, join MGM Rewards now and visit MGMResorts.com to book your next Vegas getaway. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.